This is What The Flux. I'm Justin. And I'm Harshdeep. And it's Friday the 5th of May. HG, get this. Nab reported a 17% jump in its half-year profits to a record $4.1 billion. But their share price dropped nearly 7% because they didn't hit investor expectations. Near enough just ain't good enough in this day and age, HG. Oh. Flux fam, listen up. We've got some money-making news for you. Every Friday in the Flux app, we run our weekly quiz, Quick Sticks. Here's how it works. If you've got the Flux app, you'll receive a notification at a random time in the day. If you're the first to answer the quiz question correctly, you'll win 50 bucks. Make sure you've got the Flux app downloaded and notifications turned on. Couldn't have said it better myself, HD. We've got three quizzical stories today. Let's get into it. For our first, Boozebud, the Australian online bottle shop, has collapsed after it announced it had insufficient funds to continue operating the business. Yikes. I just got my last order from Boozebud last week. What happened here? So Boozebud launched in 2014 under the name Beerbud, and they focused on craft beer selling it online. In 2016, they rebranded to Boozebud, to include a wider range of alcohol. Then in late 2021, Boozebud acquired Get Wines Direct. And this put Boozebud in the big leagues. We're talking 200,000 active customers and $80 million in combined annual revenue. Whoa. But now, Justin, after nine years, Boozebud has collapsed and has been taken over by voluntary administrators. So what is the key learning here? This serves as a cautionary tale about the challenges of scaling a business. Scaling a business takes careful planning and precise management. With scale come challenges, like maintaining quality across brands, mm-hmm. integration issues, yep. and a much stronger focus on financial management. Yes, Hashdeep, the acquisition of Get Wines Direct initially seemed promising, but it didn't guarantee success for Boozebud. And Justin, Boozebud aren't the only retailers who have recently gone through a series of acquisitions only to end up in administration. Yep, we remember BWX. They sit in the same category. They were growing year on year, then they acquired half of Zoe Foster Blake's company go-to skincare for $90 million. And they launched a new brand, Purely Byron, with Elsa Paddock which collapsed too. So sadly, scaling too fast, too soon, sometimes doesn't end too well. For our second story, Uber has announced a major jump in revenue, largely thanks to its ride-hailing and delivery business. I must say, these tech companies are putting up one hell of a fight at the moment, so tell me what's happening here. Uber is a ride-hailing giant that's been around since 2009 Mm -hmm. and has grown to operate in over 70 countries. Now, HD, during the pandemic, their ride-hailing business took a major hit as people were stuck indoors. And if they weren't stuck indoors, they were scared to travel in a car with an unknown driver (laughs) who could have germs. Not germs, (laughs) but it seems like they're bouncing back now. Uber saw a 29% increase in revenue in their most recent quarter, generating $8.8 billion in revenue in just three months. Insane. But HD, Uber reckons it's got a bit of a secret source for its growth in revenue. And that is? They're able to gain more drivers due to their global scale, Mm. their deeper local density, Mm -hmm. and incentives. So what is the key learning here? Incentives can drive growth and retention. Now, I take you back to the pandemic, HD. Uber focused on financial incentives to bring drivers back to its platform. And Justin, although this was expensive at the time, the strategy seems to have paid off. Uber's US and Canadian ride-hailing businesses are now growing at mm. breakneck speed. Trips are up 40% from a year ago. Now, HD, let's compare that to Uber's main competitor in North America, whose name is Lyft. They didn't invest as heavily in getting drivers back, which resulted in fewer drivers and higher prices. So, by 
offering incentives, Uber's boosted their growth and strengthened their brand in a very competitive market. For our third and final story, PepsiCo is launching a new no-sugar sparkling water bubbly in Australia, despite a tightening economy as its sales keep on keeping on. Pepsi's getting into the health bevies game now. What is happening here? We all know Pepsi as the carbonated drinks company. But did you know they also own Gatorade, Doritos and Lipton? Mm. Now they've just announced that their new no-sugar sparkling water bubbly will be launching in Australia this month. Actually, I'd certainly hope sparkling water has no (laughs) sugar in it. (laughs) And just Justin, this is the first time ever Pepsi has launched its own beverage outside its core brands. You see, Aishi, with prices rising, people might actually be backing away from luxury spends, but they're still splurging on smaller indulgences like snack food. In fact, Pepsi saw their sales go up by a whopping 11.6% just in the last quarter. But there's a sneaky reason why. Mm. They upped their prices by 16% on average. Thankfully for Pepsi, soft drinks are usually a price elastic product, Mm -hmm. which is why Pepsi isn't feeling the heat of inflation just yet. So what is the key learning here? Price elasticity is a term used to describe how much a change in price impacts the demand of a product. The more price elastic a product is, the more likely its demand will change if the price changes. Think airline tickets. If the price of, say, a flight to Bali shot up to three grand, you might decide not to buy it Mm -hmm. or go for a cheaper local alternative. And the more price inelastic a product is, the more likely that demand won't budge even if prices change. Think utility bills. Mm -hmm. Even though they go up, they're a necessity. So we still cough up for them. Now, actually, demand for Pepsi has been strong even though they upped their prices almost 12%. Mm -hmm. Meaning Pepsi is looking pretty price inelastic. Actually, I have a question for you. Your Hex Help Debt loan will rise by what percent on June 1st this year? Mm, That'd be 7.1%. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. And that was the question in our weekly game Quick Sticks last week. So if you answered that correctly, Flux fam, and fastest last week, you would have won 50 So make sure you've got the Flux app and notifications turned on to play today. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday.